I can't believe this is happening, but I just packed my first bag for the Lady Secrets Tour. We have 15 dates starting in Chicago on September 13th, which is so soon. We just saw Nick Vile today. He's going to be our special guest in Chicago, and we also have more guests being announced, but Chicago, Philly, Boston, New York City, Columbus, Ohio, you are up first. We are so excited. Every single ticket comes with a signed copy of Lady Secrets. Please head over to ladygang.com slash tour. Please purchase your ticket as soon as possible. It's going to help us figure out how many books to get and all of these things. And we're just so honored and like really pumped to spend time with you. We have such a great show planned. I got to be honest, it's the best show we've ever done. So we'll see you on tour, theladygang.com slash tour. Get your tickets now. I know a few of the cities are really close to selling out, so I don't want you to miss out and we'll see you there. This episode of Lady Gang is brought to you by the new 2023 Hyundai Palisade. When it comes to your journey, Hyundai is thinking of every mile. It's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Well, what is this? Welcome to the Lady Gang. That's amazing. Say that again. The Lady Gang. Things are about to change around here. Each week, we catch up with Hollywood's hottest girl posse, Kelty Knight, Becca Tobin, and Jack Vanek. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Lady Gang. This is a voice you don't recognize. Um, Becca is having a day with baby Ford today. And so we have a special, not a fill-in because he's our celebrity person guest, but we're allowing Nick or our guest to be here with us from the top of the show, which we normally would not. But we are just so special. We need someone extra special to fill that void of Becca. And um, and the fact that we uh, started this show, Nick came on. I just want to, I got to start here. What a guy. He has a new book <laughs> all about dating. Don't text your ex happy birthday. Yep. And we're going to get into that. But he started the podcast. Nick's never been late in his life. He's the most on time person. I was like, Jack, you better be on time because Nick's always on time. Don't show up five minutes late. This is Nick. And so we're sitting here. It's 902. Nick's not here. And I'm like, wow, something must be going wrong. He's canceling. And he got on and he said, I'm sorry I'm late. I had to make my pancakes for my girlfriend for her birthday. That is so adorable. Yeah, I know. I'm the greatest. (laughs) (laughs) Not to chew my own horn or anything. Um, Uh, I can't believe that you agreed to the podcast. It was right after I gave her her Prada purse. And then a card that that didn't really have a note. It just had 100 reasons why I loved her. This so. is a great birthday. What's the purse like? Tell us more about the purse. Yeah, did she did she <laughs> ask for this? Did you did just she, yeah? Did you just did, go uh, or you guessed? Um, we were in uh, London. Oh, and we went into Prada, and she uh, looked at this particular purse. She likes purses. That's like her thing. Yeah, to, like collect. Everyone does. <laughs> yeah. I guess right. I don't know. Like I I feel like uh, ladies. Uh, are either really into purses or shoes. So often both, but like it, I, I see, I, I tend to find that one prefers more than the other. Like men are into watches and mm-hmm. yeah. or like cars or something, but uh, she's a purse girl. So when in doubt, get a nice a purse. purse. Prada yeah. it out. Yeah. That's what I say. When in doubt, Prada it out. That's yeah. it. You know what? That is the perfect birthday gift. Yeah, perfect. Because you have expensive and then you have sentimental. Yeah. Like that is truly the best yep. thing that a woman can get from her yeah. partner. Yeah. I, and, you know, I hope she's happy. I think she is. 
I think well, she she's not happy because you're working now. It's her birthday and you like went immediately to work and had things scheduled, but we have a book to sell. You know what I mean? Like we got to the publicity never stops. How do you think? How do you think we got that purse? Exactly. <laughs> you want that Prada bag? You got to work, honey. So yeah. see, enjoy, you. enjoy your pancakes. Well, we're going to start off um, with a little section of our podcast we call Good Week, Bad Week. And we're going to start, Nick, and then we're going to ask you your good week and bad week. So let's get into it. It's time for Good Week. Yes, it is. Bad Week. Oh, no. You want to go, Jack? Sure. I'll okay. start off. So my good week is Nick had us on the podcast, on his podcast last week. We're doing like yep. a little bit of a podcast swap. And we had such a good time with you, by the way. But one of the things that I love that you do, and I forget the name of the segment, but it's when your listeners call in. Ask Nick. At, but isn't it called no, like text, text with your ex or something? Well, yeah, sorry. We have a, we have a lot of call-in segments, but like we have the Ask Nick, which is this people on Monday who call in kind of like long form, like I'm in a situation ship or I've been yeah. dealing with this issue for, it's usually an extended period of time. And then on Going Deeper, which you ladies were so uh, graciously uh, willing going to come on, what we're on. Uh, we have texting office hours, yes, which, is, which is basically we find that, you know, when you're trying to shoot your shot or mm-hmm. you're in the middle of like maybe an argument with a friend that sometimes you can need the assist of, you know, um, people who, you know, aren't emotionally involved in the situation and can offer some, you know, mm-hmm. helpful, uh, texting okay. notes. So yeah, so we have we, a pretty good track record. Yeah. I, well, it was my good week is that it was such a fun thing to be a part of. Like, obviously we do lady gang. we, answer we have asked the lady again kind of the same thing but it's people emailing in questions it's not this like way better let's be honest it was better than our show so fun it yeah. was so like fun to like brainstorm and go back and forth with the person and ask them other questions yeah and i just had such a good time and i love that segment and i think that maybe we should steal it for lady <laughs> great perfect inspired by nick <laughs> we need our prada purses baby. would you would you be mad not the same thing but like would you take offense if we texting adopted office, that idea texting office hours times lady gang i mean what do you want me to say you know <laughs> yeah i mean we had a um, podcast first so technically you stole podcasting from us yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think it, in podcasting, uh, I, I don't know how many original ideas are out there. Um, <laughs> None at this point. Yeah. You know, texting office hours was an idea that was spawned from uh, Allie and Amanda, who are my kind of, well, I guess, I don't know what I call, I keep calling them my assistants, but they're on the show now. They're like my social media team. You know, they're my sidekicks, if you yeah. will. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, they came up with it. Um and people seem to really like it. We also have done mediation in the past, uh, which people oh. seem to really like where couples call in and, mm-hmm. we, and we mediate fights. Uh, the only problem is that you have to like book two people at the same time. Scheduling is tough. And and, and then by it, the time the fight's over. Sometimes or usually not, but uh, the, the men are also like a little reluctant. I will say we have an excellent track record of, okay. of bringing people uh, together because it's well, really a, a yeah and you were telling us like at the end after we like finished recording that you've gotten some very heartfelt emails from people that you've like saved their relationships uh yeah i wouldn't know if i've saved any relationships i probably <laughs> i i truth is i've probably broken up more relationships than i saved that needed to be though um but i uh i am very appreciative of the of of my audience and and the the feedback we often receive of you know, just kind of people telling their stories about, you know, the how listening to my show has kind of 
kind of reshaped how they go about dating, how they perceive themselves, how they kind of uh, hold themselves to a higher standard and, mm-hmm. and, and their character. And, and uh, yeah, it's, you know, I start, when I started this show, it was, you know, like, I don't know how you ladies were, but it's like, I, I feel like I can be good at this podcast thing. And I knew I, I knew I was, I was always the friend who was good at giving, you know, advice to friends mm-hmm. and, you know, I knew that my audience might find it entertaining. It, it kind of, the questions with Nick people seem to like, but you know, at first it was just like, you know, early on you start getting, you know, some critiques and, it, and you're just like, I'm, I'm like, you have expectations of me, <laughs> like, you know, like, like I yeah. thought I was just doing this shit for fun. I, I'm Nick's from the bachelor. Like, you know, like, <laughs> Um, but, um, it really felt, it it obviously feels good to, um, to hear their stories and, and, you know, get stopped on the street and just, um, yeah, from a lot of, whether it's men or women, um, you know, like, again, the, the dating world is challenging out there. I keep saying, um, I think people are really struggling because the game has completely changed. You know, oh, yeah. it's not remotely the same as it was, you know, even 10 years ago. And yet how our expectations of what we want and how we want to feel and, and, and kind of the beats of, of falling in love and meeting someone to, you know, being in a relationship, our expectations are still kind of antiquated to like how they were in 1950. And I think we are kind of coming up against uh, our expectations and, and just the reality of, of how the dating landscape is. And, I think yeah. we're going to have to reshape our perspective and our focus. And it's, it's so it's nice to hear, um, you know, especially, you know, the, the women who listen to the show, just how they feel a little bit more confident in themselves and just a little less discouraged and, and a little bit more just a belief in, in that, that, um, you know, they put themselves first. So when that happens, they, that th- th- things tend to work out as long as they, you know, are a little patient because things yeah. never you know, we definitely never get what we want when we want it. And uh, that can be a challenge, especially when it comes to our love lives. But um, yeah, so that's pretty rewarding. And, um, you know, in addition to having fun on the show, it's it's nice to um, feel like you're actually impacting a few people and not just like, you know, flinging out podcast shows. Yeah. Get yourself a Greg. Yeah. Oh, get yourself Jesus. a Greg. No, I love it. And I can't wait. Uh, and I need updates on the people that we talk to. Yeah. Like I'm already invested. So I love that. What's your good week? That's my good week. Okay. What's your bad week? My bad week is Nick. Are you watching the bachelor this season? The bachelorette? I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my bad week is the bachelorette <laughs> because it's... Yeah, I mean, tell all, what are you going to do? You know, it's, uh, wasn't much to tell the guys no. pretty much got along all season. All of the drama came from Rachel um yeah uh, you know so um it's just like very I, I don't know if the two bachelorette thing is really was really working for me i don't know who anybody fucking is uh well that's the and, problem yeah i don't think i don't think you can do two leads anymore no. right there's I just think not this, enough time exactly there's just not enough time um i get why they casted them they both were great choices they obviously had both compelling stories with you know how clayton handled things at the end of the season but um yeah i mean we don't know any of these guys we don't know any of these relationships we're not rooting for any of these relationships we're not invested in any of these relationships i hope that changes as the next few weeks unfold um but uh yeah it's um i kind of i I said this this would happen you know like i'm not you know bachelor nor nor here but like um 
yeah, I anticipated this just because I, you know, I know how how limited time is in that world when you have a single lead and just how unfamiliar we are with many of the cast when there's a single lead and now you throw mm. two in the mix. This was, this was inevitable. So yeah, I don't see them doing it anytime soon. I know people, listen, I'm, I would love to see two bachelors as much as anyone else just to, you know, see them pitted against each other. And I don't blame really the show. It was, it, it was inevitable that, when you have two people, the, the whole show is based off of, of having a singular focus, right? That is the premise of the show, to, to have one focus mm-hmm. and have a bunch of people and then have a bunch of people obsess over that one focus because, well, there's one, yeah, mm-hmm. you know? And, and then when you add one more and when you double the focus, it just, it's, there's going to be natural competition. It, it, there's, there's no way to avoid it. And so what I like to see two men have to face that dilemma? Of course, I would. Absolutely. I would. But don't you think but it then- should just be a spinoff? Like, why Why change? I mean, I gave up on Bachelor a few years ago. Like, yeah. I was really into it, and then they lost me. Um, but it's like, why not just do, like like RuPaul's Drag Race has like five different versions, right? Yeah. They have like all stars and then they have all stars, all winners. And then they have, you know, the celebrity one, like it's just do bachelor two on two. And Maybe. then it's not I good. Mean, bachelor. It's just not good. It's not worth doing again. Like okay. to your point, I don't think that they're ever going to do it again because I feel like it kind of flopped. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Well, never mind. But then. I mean, bachelor in paradise is like the only thing yeah. that's ever worth Saving watching anymore. But bachelor right. in paradise is a dream. You know, I, although Kelty, you, you you know, the landscape of media is changing. You know, it'll be interesting. You know, Dance with the Stars is on Disney Plus now. Like, yeah. how long will Bachelor be on network television? television. You know, right. uh, I do think it's it's pro- also, like, probably what's ke- keeping ABC, like, on Hello. television. You know, For it's sure. just, it's generally inexpensive to produce. Sure. It's a lot and of people still watch so it. I, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously, people are watching media differently. So, like, the ratings of Bachelor have gone down, like, everything else on network television mm-hmm. has gone down, but it still yeah. generally wins the night. And so, until that stops happening, I think we're going to see that. Keep but going. If, if they do, um, if they do switch to like some sort of streaming platform, I maybe I could see some spinoffs, um, yeah. and things like that. Um, so, 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 who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, I'll go next. Bad week. Um, you know, I used to be super bougie um, mm-hmm. uh, when I was working in media and my contract was like first class flights everywhere with a car when you land and like first class hotels. And and I talked about that a lot on the podcast. I was like, what is it like in coach? Like, I yeah. just really, I really <laughs> forgot what it's like to be a normie. And it wasn't on my own dime. So let's be like very clear there. Like someone else is paying for it. And I was like, yes, I am a first class person. First class. Like I'm this person. And now since I've left that job and have to pay for on my own flights, I have sadly not maintained that level of success. Shocking. And I have gone back to being a basic, you know, 19A on a Dreamliner will get you the exit row seat that's a window that doesn't have a seat in front of you. Like I'm an expert at finding What is your, uh, what, like, so what standards do you have now? Because I'm, I'm like you, you know, a lot of, are you, I'm assuming you're back and forth now, right? I'm, I'm assuming you only pop for first class and like longer flights. Well, this is my story. Yes. So I, I, we, last week we had a big press day here for our new book and, and then I flew on the red eye and went right to work for uh, another 
deal that I had. And so I didn't get to sleep and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this red eye. And like, wow, this is like old Kelty, old hustle. You know what? I got to spring. I got to spring for that business class seat or else I'm just going to be wrecked the next morning. Yep. Like this, a red eye. So out of my own dollar pocket, my own Prada purse that was not purchased. It went into this airline. I bought the ticket and I was like, okay, it's fine. You know what, Kelty, do your thing. I get on the plane. They come over to my seat and let me know that I I'm sitting in the only seat on the airplane that does not recline. It's broken. I paid for nothing. I did not sleep. It was like, what? No. Where's did the mechanic? Get, did they reimburse you at all? No. They were it? like, sorry. Yeah. For a first class seat? It was for business. Mm. I mean, I should call. And that's the thing. This is how they get you with the biz- when things don't work in business class. The business people are so busy that it's like... Yes, I want you to give me a hundred thousand airline points or something in because I didn't get to lay back. Yeah, but like that is going to take me four hours on the phone. You know how these waits are. Yeah, Yeah, airlines, and it's like I guess I'm not doing that. So anyway, it sucked. I'm in coach forever. I'm Southwest. Give me a spirit. I give me a Ryanair. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind Southwest on certain flights. Southwest are good for like hopper flights. Yeah, yeah, and then you like you you pay like that extra forty bucks for the early bird special, and you get yeah. in like A one or yeah, like A five, and you're in the yeah. front row. It's it's totally fine. Uh, yeah, I uh, you know I didn't fly first class ever in my life until I was the bachelor. So yeah. I was. It's really hard to go backwards though, Nick. It's hard <laughs> to go, back, but I'm able to. Like uh, for me, I'm not a big drinker, you know. Um, right. So like, and I like. Just like general You're policy. You're so tall. How do you fit in the seat? Well, you know, um, it's fine. I, I I will get exit row or something like that, but I'm not a big drinker. And I like just general rule of thumb in my life is I refuse to eat airplane food. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't care if it's first class. Like, that's yeah. just not what I'm putting in my body. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm not drinking. I'm not eating. So like it's first really, class yeah. is all about, you know, relaxation. It is. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So if I can, if there's a bed on the plane, I'm down. But if there's right. no bed, like I don't right. fly first class usually to like yeah. Chicago unless someone yeah. else is paying for it. Thank you, by yeah. the way. Um, and because like, yeah, like it's a four hour flight and the difference right. between first class is it's like nothing a, really because it's, it's just the seats. Yeah. Out. So like you, you it, instead of paying for the first class, you get an exit row and it's just like yeah, slightly annoying for four hours. And like, you know what? We're, we're regular people. We're still really yeah, I'm, just, you know, I'm, down, I'm down with the people. But New York or, or international, yeah. like. Yeah. 100 percent yeah i i I, the experience is wonderful the bed you know lie down it's it's a vibe oh my god when they when you're on an airplane they give you a pajama oh and then i'm thinking an offer to pajama i know and then i I thought about the anna wintour book when she like even on like a regular flight to new york if it's overnight she like changes into a silk pajama and then goes to some first class anyway live your life um we are excited about you coming to show and we did we did out of the lady gang purse. I don't know if Jack knows this fly you business. But I have first class, but you're first class guy. And also your talent to us. And you're doing us a huge solid by coming out to Chicago and launching the lady secrets tour with us on September 13th. So we're so excited. Okay. Here's my bad week. So, uh, Nick, I, I am gonna, this is a lesson for you. Not that you need it. Cause you made pancakes for your girlfriend this morning and got our Prada purse, but for all men out there and ladies, a few weeks ago on the podcast, I was talking about how I went to this wedding I wore my polka dot gown. I tried really hard to be sexy and hot. And then I was all dressed up. Chris said nothing to me the whole night about being beautiful. The next morning I get up, I have my old hair and a ponytail, a fresh face and like some sweatpants. And he goes, this is my favorite Kelty. And I was so pissed off because I was like, God damn it. I worked so hard. So I went to another wedding last weekend. 
I tried less hard. I barely did a lash, a very light makeup, a tiny curl. I wore a black normal ass dress. Like I did not try to be whatever I thought I was trying to be. And I, and I'm like, see, don't you think? And I'm trying to put the dress on in the room. I don't know how is the love shack fancy dress with like the big bow on the bum. I got caught in this dress. You guys trying to get into it. Like not just, Oh my God, I got caught in the dress. Like I was stuck like we were about to call 911 <laughs> and like go get the scissor and I had nothing to wear like somehow I got my arm and then he's zipping me and then Chris is like can you imagine anything less attractive than the girl who's trying to be hot and then like the bum is like so squeezing out this side and like the arm bottom is like you know and I'm like no but maybe if I just like it's like a sausage like I I'm just trying so hard to stay hot and it backfires at every second anyway Note to you and all your listeners, <laughs> when your girl gets dressed up, even if you hate her dress, even if you hate a lime green dress and the little kitten heel sandal that we're all wearing these days, still tell them they're hot. Yeah, I've learned that lesson the hard way a few times. So. <laughs> <laughs> what is, um, what are your guys' love language? Mine's, uh, I give love through acts of service for sure. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and I also, I, I like to receive love through, uh, I think words of affirmation, quality time is a fairly decent mix. Mm-hmm. Nally's is all of them. <laughs> I think most women's she, are all She'll of receive love however you want to give it. I love that. Uh, yeah. Um, she's definitely a fan of gifts. I find that most women seem to be You did well. a great job. Um, yeah. She's a, definitely a physical touch person, uh, you know, quality time, words of effort. Yeah, they, they all work on her. I don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's also, she she's a very good gift giver. And yeah, she, I think she gives and loves uh, the same. I oh, mean, she, you want to talk at, about gift givers? Yeah. Jack and Jerry. I'm a great gift giver. I'm I'm not. Like... But that was a great gift. What you did that today is gift. truly like men or not that any men listen to our podcast, but like women tell your man to listen to Nick and do that exactly. Natalie gift. sets me up for success. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll, I just, I do my part, which is just slightly listen. pay attention and yeah. listen. And, and um, yeah, I, I, I do my part. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not the best gift giver. It's not my love language. I don't really, I've never been big on receiving gifts i don't feel loved by it you know i'm yeah. I'm, the, I'm the skeptic it's just like why i gotta buy me why i gotta buy my love yeah you're you know? like what like, strings why? are attached to this yeah. gift what are you uh, like trying to like get out of the doghouse for 100 <laughs> percent. I, yeah. I have to like give it over that maybe that's that that's a me problem you know i don't know yeah. what attachment style that means about myself or you know what what trauma you don't i don't want to owe anything to anyone i always think that yeah. anytime i see anybody posting flowers on social media i was like oh what the fuck how'd you get in trouble Ooh, like the no reason flower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris is is really good. Chris gets me flowers a lot, just like comes home with them. So does Jared, but I don't trust anybody else's. I was like, Natalie, Natalie always says, she always says that the grocery stores make it easy for all men to get your girlfriend or wife or fiance flowers. And I got to say, it is kind of true. Once you pointed that out every once in a while, I'm like, 
It throw doesn't need some, to be a Mark Starling. Yeah, throw in some, I'm like, I'm right there. I'm checking out. I'm like, why don't you just throw in some flowers? You know, it's nothing special. They're just, they're, they're, they're. It doesn't matter. They're, they're going to die in a day. It's the yeah, whole thing. they're pre-wrap and it's just. Uh, it's the thought. And yeah. I feel like that yeah. is like such a small gesture that yeah. goes a really long way. Yep, yep, but, yep. But uh, Natalie does a good job, truly, of, of setting me up for success. I don't know how you ladies are. And, and and other relationships I've had, they haven't. It's been more of like, let's see how much you love me. I'm not gonna like. I'm yeah, almost guess. gonna like <laughs> no, no, guess. No. Yeah. Or yeah. you know, they're kind of cryptic with it. Natalie's pretty. You know, like I'm gonna make it simple for you to yeah. make me feel loved and yeah. just just do that, which I really appreciate. And, oh yeah, uh, no, that's you, smart. And we tell our girls this all the time. Like, you gotta tell them. You have to tell them, and and you have to be careful with what you say because I had a similar situation as Natalie's Prada situation many years ago. I was in London for work, and I was Instagramming. I had time off, and I was at Harrods or whatever. And I was Instagramming all the cool shoes in like the expensive cool section. So it's like, love this, love this, love this. And I Instagrammed like a bad Gucci shoe. It was zebra print and it had hair coming off the back. And he bought it for you? It was really a cool shoe, but like, I'm not going to wear that shoe. Lady Gaga is going to wear that shoe. And Chris, oh my God, for my birthday or anniversary or something, he like called his friend that worked in London to go get them and ship them. And then when I opened the box and I was like, Oh my God. Actually, he probably, I don't know if you're listening to this, Chris, but I'm so sorry. I actually hated those shoes. I said they didn't fit, but they did fit. I just hated them. I'm sorry. I made you return them anyway. Um, okay, Nick, we need to move on your good week, bad week. Do you have a good week that happened and a bad week that happened? Could you share with us? Well, I'll say my good week is just like not failing today, you know, on her, on my girlfriend's birthday. Right. Like, um, I feel like I did. Okay. Um, and we, we had a party for her over the weekend, which was fun. Um, she's happy. I'm happy. Um, she's easy to make happy. I don't want to make it sound like she, you know, like I was still, terrified, but, but yeah, but still. that's a win. That's a win. Like I yeah. feel like once a year at the birthday, it's a big deal. Yeah, Like you can, you can really f- up and I, uh, I feel like I didn't so far. So that's, that's Rats. a win. Cute, I love uh, when you're so sensitive. Uh, bad week, you know, so far it's been pretty solid. Um, dude, it's like, whatever. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'm, well, the thing is, I'm, I'm a natural worrier. I get it from my mom. And I'm, I, I generally, like, my resting, my resting state is anxiety. And <gasps> so I'm generally worrying about it, things that could happen. I'm like, a, I, can, I have a bit of paranoia and all that. You know, it comes, I, I definitely get that off from my mom. The upside of that is most of those things don't happen, oh, mm-hmm. which is great. And then it's kind of like, well, great. I, you know that that didn't happen. So the I'm worst pre- case scenario didn't happen. I'm always I'm always preparing myself for a worst case scenario, and and thankfully that it doesn't often happen. So I don't have a, a ton of com- to to complain about this week. I mean, well, I'll tell you your bad week. Your bad week is that Kelty, after she appeared on his podcast, decided to school Nick on. <laughs> On what? Yeah, and he yeah. didn't have a book in his studio. Oh. Like, who do you think I am? I'm so sorry, Nick. I literally left and I worry about everything. And that's my love language is just like, not that we're in love, obviously, but like <laughs> my friend language, even like, I'm just like texting people all the time, inappropriate advice that they did not ask for. And I was like, Nick, I really feel like you need a 
I don't mind that. I mean, as someone who often gives unsolicited advice, like who am I to to, to be offended by someone trying to help me? I, I, so my, if your publisher doesn't have a hard book, get a dummy. You might not know that your first go around that they can give you a dummy book. No, this was yeah. great advice. I, I I should have it. I, I lectured him after your your Good. your okay. note. Well, then it wasn't um, a bad week. It was a great week. I've I've learned as I've gotten older that in, in most situations there's several ways to look at things and and some of those things will put you in a bad mood and some of those things will put you in a good mood and yeah. so I I chose to receive your message uh, in a warm way and and thought of as someone who cared about my success and, and yes I do and and, and I appreciated uh, the advice All um, right. so I would just add that to more of the great week. But yes, I, I, uh, I need to, um, I have a hard time selling myself, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm a natural born salesperson. Like I'm yes. a salesperson by trade, so I don't mind. And I guess I'm good at selling myself on some ways, but I'm, I'm self-conscious about, um, you're Jack and Becca. Yeah. To really be like, buy my book, you know, like, uh, well, it's uncomfortable. I, it's really, yeah. um, and also, like, I think it's a decent book, but, you know, I, I, I've never written a book. So my expectations are, are very okay, low. Okay. You know, it, no. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when people finish a marathon, that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Like, mm-hmm. I know I finished the marathon and no matter how, what my time was, I'm proud that I finished, Okay. but I really have no idea. Like if it's a good time or a bad time, I just know I finished and for that I'm proud, but I, I do, I, I think it's good, but I'm so afraid of, of being delusional, <laughs> of being like, <laughs> buy my book. And everyone's like, this is the dumbest shit ever. No, it's um, not. But uh, yeah, I, I think it turned out. It did. When we come back, we're going to talk about the book and then we're going to do a Lady Gang X Ask Nick extravaganza. Whoop. This episode is brought to you by your pimples. Just kidding. It's brought to you by Starface. Starface is an incredible company. You've seen them all over TikTok and Instagram. Haley Bieber wears them. They make these adorable little star-shaped pimple patches. But I wanted to let you know that it's an entire full line of skincare essentials, so you can really build out a routine. The Hydro Stars are the ones that you've seen everywhere, are 100% hydrocolloid pimple patches that help reduce inflammation, absorb fluid. That's like when you pull it off in the morning, there's that little white thing, and it's all the stuff that was stuck in your face. It's very fulfilling. And they shrink spots overnight. They have a cleanser that's great. They have a pore strip that is really, really great. Everything at Starface is dermatologist-tested, cruelty-free, and vegan. And we just love them. So you can shop the entire Starface collection at starface.world. And for a limited time, Starface is offering all Lady Gang listeners 15% off a one-time purchase at checkout with the code LADYGANG. Again, that's code LADYGANG for 15% off a one-time purchase at starface.world. You can also find Starface products at Target, Walmart, CVS, and Amazon in the U.S., as well as Boots and Superdrug in the U.K. This episode of Lady Gang is brought to you by Chime. We love Chime. No monthly fees, no maintenance fees or minimum balance fees. It's how banking should be. When you need access to your money, you can do so fee-free at more than 60,000 in-network ATMs in many locations like most Walgreens, 7-Elevens, and CVS. You can also send money even if someone you know that you want to send money to is not on Chime. It's fee-free for you and no cash-out fees for them. Chime is just a really refreshing way to handle your money. Chime. No monthly fees. No vibe-killing fees. Sign up for Chime checking account. It only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash lady. That's chime.com slash lady. 
Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees apply except at MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Other fees such as third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. Lady gang, you know how important it is to love on your guts. We talk about this all the time, that your brain is one brain and your gut and your stomach is your second brain. And I think the scientists call it your microbiome. And that's why we love partnering with The Ritual for you. We all take The Ritual vitamins. We've been taking them for a long time. I know a lot of people are like, do you actually take it? Yes, they're right there beside my table at night. And what we love so much is the Symbiotic Plus. This is a really great product. It's three in one with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic. Bet you didn't even know you needed a postbiotic. One daily capsule for a simple streamlined gut support. Delayed release capsule. It's designed to help reach the colon, not get eaten up in your stomach. And that is the ideal place for probiotics to survive and grow. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. There's no more shame in your gut game. That's why Ritual is offering all Lady Gang listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Lady Gang to start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. Now back to the Lady Gang. All right, we're back. Nick has a brand new book. Don't text your ex happy birthday. And it is, I got to read an advanced copy of the book. Um, and it's coming out October 4th. You could pre-order um, wherever you get books. We love when you support an indie bookseller at bookshop.org. Bookshop.org. Um, yeah. Thank yeah. you for that again, by the way, Kelsey. You're welcome. Um, Nick is also coming at, to our Chicago show. And he's very tall in person. If you've seen him on TV <laughs> and you want to meet him, we're doing a really cool thing where he has so graciously given everyone that comes with a ticket the opportunity to do meet and greet and photo, all you're going to have to do is just like scan the yeah. scan and pre-order the book. And, and I'm, I'm coming straight from New York fashion week solo. I'm, I'm not letting Natalie come to give all my undivided attention to all the, wow. the lady gang and, uh, and oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be wants so great. To buy my book. I will, I'll hang out with, you know, at the end pre-order. of the night until you guys kick me, kick me out. And yeah. Nat- and it's our opening night and it's a big deal. It's a big deal for us because when we um, had our first book come out, it's, it is a very scary thing. I will say it's like, it's a little easier to deal with the pressure of the publishers and the numbers and all these things the second time. Cause you're like, okay, well, well you're, you know, yeah, you're used to but it. the first time you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like going swimming in the ocean. It's big ocean for the first time. And yes, you are a successful person and you're a media personality. And there's a reason that someone said, yes, I will fund this book for you, but it's still a lot of pressure. And so when we, when our entire book tour and everything got canceled for Act Like a Lady, Nick was so gracious, put on a tuxedo, came and hosted our Zoom party. And we were like in the depths of just despair. I mean, there was so much more heavy stuff going on in the world. But for us, our little world, well, me, I was just so upset about it. And so you really like lightened our lives and our loads. So I really want to explain to everyone, like, we love Nick. We're so thankful for his support and we need to support him on his first book. Next, I'm going to say that I think the book is actually, and I mean this with love, like really, really great. There's two kinds of books in the world. There's books that are written because someone cashed a check. And then there's books that are actually like have been stewing inside someone and are useful and wonderful. And I feel like when you're a celebrity, especially with like the YouTubers and the social media, sometimes it's just like, okay, and we can do a makeup line and a book. And like, what's your book about? I don't know. This book is so pointed, Nick. It makes so much sense for who you are, what you've been through, how the public knows you. But it's actually like 
the kind of book that if I'm not a Bachelor fan, if I know nothing about you, I would want a gift to my friend who sucks at dating mm. and sucks at relationship. Like, do you remember? I remember after Ryan Ross and I broke up, I read that book, Why Men Love Bitches, yeah, so over I. and over and over again. And it's like that, but it's like for this new digital age. Sorry. I told everyone about your book without letting you speak. I'm no, sorry. I mean, it's a wonderful book. I, but, I, I really, I really appreciate it. You said everything did, that I would have said. Did you feel torn between the like, um, but like, what do they call like a biography or whatever? No, that's, I was going to say like that's, a memoir you did that, of Nick or. Yeah. Well, I was anti-memoir. I was, oh, you know, good. you know, I, I know some of my peers have gone the memoir route. Yeah. I, for, I, you know, I haven't been a senator or a president. <laughs> I don't know how interesting my memoir would be. Although, as far as tell-alls go, I know a lot. Um, yeah, I feel but, like it would be a juicy tell-all. And wait, can I step. ask you a question about these the tell-alls and the contracts and stuff? So are you completely out of... I know I'm totally derailing this. Are you completely out of your contract with ABC? Like, could you say anything you wanted? Uh, I honestly don't know the answer. To that. Am I complete out of my contract? Yes, I, have, I haven't been, and I haven't, I've had, I haven't had any contractual obligations with them or worked for or with them. I don't know since three years since I was the bachelor. So that's like mm-hmm. six years ago. Uh, I believe though there's probably something in the contract that I signed years ago that says that like in I can never, whatever, I can yeah. never talk about like things that people talk about all the time, and people are constantly <laughs> technically breaking their. Mm-hmm. their bachelor contract um i just but, wonder because anytime everybody is like i'm gonna spill the tea or once my contract is up like everybody will know everything and then like nobody ever says anything worthwhile or that's juicy at all so i'm like do well, they? i think what they do is they keep you under whatever that gag order nda contract is for like a year or two that it's but true still nobody ever says anything. i know but then by the time the two years come up nick is an anomaly like by the time those two years Nobody come cares. off, you're, you're, there are nine more bachelors in and the yeah. star has started to fade. And so it's like the want for that story has kind of petered off, you know, but, unless you're a Rachel Lindsay or a Nick that has like continued to have this like really great career where people are very interested in like, I don't think people care as much. Also part of it too is I think, um, yeah, I know there's all this like, oh, the, what, what goes on in filming, but like everything that goes on has been like talked about already. It's honestly not that juicy. I think the juicy stuff are the relationships that happen outside yeah. of the show with Ambassination mm. and the hookups and some of like the the raw dating stories about relationships. You know, I, I hear a lot. Um, I don't really share any of that stuff, but yeah, that's the juicy stuff of of things that went down with breakups and, and what's, what's happened and, and things like that. Um, yeah. those, those are the stuff that often don't make, uh, the books that I think people would be most interested in. But, um, yeah, yeah this wasn't really for me to do the, the tell all thing when I wrote the book. I, that's the thing. I, I, I wanted, I wanted to have a chance, at least a chance to have this book, um, succeed outside of bachelor nation you uh-huh. know I, I i certainly hope that bachelor nation reads it i anyone who's interested in me there's certainly some um anecdotal stories about my my dating life um to help you know make points uh-huh. about the things i'm talking about but uh yeah to your point kelty um you know whether you think you suck at dating or your friend or maybe you're just like stuck in a rut or maybe there's just 
Um, a couple of things that you wonder if I, you could do better. Everything I talk about in the book is something I've failed uh, <laughs> doing the first time and got yeah. wrong many times before. And um, I've had a lot of failures when it comes to love and relationships. I, I feel very fortunate in the position I'm in now, but um, this book really more than anything is about, um, you know, trying to just be happier, uh, while you're going mm. through, going through your kind of journey, how to, mm. how to deal with disappointment better, how to change your perspective on any given situation in love and dating so that, you know, you can't avoid things happening, whether it's good or bad, but you definitely can, you know, reframe your perspective on a situation, which is always going to make you feel more in control and more empowered. You're going to waste a lot less time on people who don't deserve that energy you've been giving them for so often, you know, breakups, uh, you know, getting over breakups was something I struggled with so, <sighs> so bad. And, you know, like one of my favorite chapters, you know, it's the last chapter, it's like how to get over them. And I think it's one of my favorite ones just because it, it's so hard to get over them. But most of the things that stop me from getting over them were things I was doing, you know, it's not mm-hmm. them. It's, it's often you. And that's, that's a tough reality to face, but yeah, it's, it's meant to be an easy, fun read. I think it's pretty funny at times, you know, there's some hard truths in it, but um, yeah, it's everything I talk about, as I say, whether it's on the show or in the book, it's really easy in theory, you know, like this, the shit's not complicated, but it's really hard in practice because once we're emotionally invested in these situations, love makes us stupid, you know? And, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the beauty of, of love because it, it takes all the, all of our brain power and, and thoughtful things that, you know, and pragmatic approaches and it, it, it all up, but, and that can be a wonderful thing, but when it doesn't work out, we have to try to uh, not let that kind of uh, stop us from, you know, learning from the experience, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I, I think like Kelty said, um, you know, if you have a friend or yourself, if you're out there dating, I talk a lot about situationships, which is kind of taking over the dating landscape uh-huh. and, and how to help yourself out with that. Um, so yeah, my hope is anyone who grab I, I promise that anyone who reads the book, um, there is at least, at least at a minimum, one takeaway that will, uh-huh. will, will impact your life in a way that you think is worth $24.99. Um, no, I agree. I agree. And sometimes it's like, I, I, we can listen to every podcast and we can, our friends can tell us advice, but I'm a book person. So I think reading the book and having this kind of book to like, kind of, I'm such a psycho, but like highlight and like, you know, in passive aggressively Instagram, like, you know, um, it's yeah, yeah. Be- you can page through it. You, you, like you can exactly. read it from, from bookend to bookend, yeah. or if you like get it and you're dealing with a breakup and you want to start yeah. at chapter 10, like right. you, you, exactly. you can, um, like a little nick in your pocket here at lady gang. Since baby Ford came into our world, we're now thinking about the next generation. We really spent most of our podcast just thinking about ourselves. But now we're like, well, what about the next generation? And that is why we're so excited to partner with Coors Light. Coors has been on a long mission to protect the environment. They introduced the first recyclable aluminum can in the 1950s and later introduced cash for cans, kicking off aluminum recycling in America. Isn't that cool? I did not know that. And now they're removing plastic rings entirely and using a new, more sustainable cardboard wrap pack instead. I love this. So when you're going out and you're deciding what beer you're going to drink, think about taste first, Coors Light, delicious, and then think about what kind of company you want to support. And Coors is one of those companies. Reach for the beer that's made to chill and made for a more sustainable future. 
Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash lady. That's CoorsLight.com slash lady. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Lady Gang loves European Wax Center, and that's why we're so excited to be their partner. European Wax Center is my happy place. Honestly, the girls are so friendly. You walk in, you lay down. The comfort wax makes it so easy. The appointments are like 15 minutes. They also have the best products. The ingrown hair serum you take home is just so, so good. You can wax anything. I wax my toes. They're just an amazing place, and I never walk out not feeling 100%. It's amazing. That is why we love them so much. And you can book online, which makes it so easy for our busy lives. So you book online at europeanwaxcenter.com. And by the way, your first wax is free. Book online. Your first wax is free, which is really cool. They just want you to come enjoy a smooth escape, see how great it is, and it'll be amazing. Self-care is for all seasons. Even though we're going into fall, smooth, all over, back, shoulders, brows, ears, more. European Wax Center. Experience a new state of smooth at European Wax Center. Make a reservation today. Your first wax is free. Lady Gang is brought to you by the new 2023 Hyundai Palisade. When it comes to your journey, Hyundai is thinking of every mile. The Palisade offers all the technology, safety features, and comfort a family needs for the journey ahead. And most importantly, they've got Wi-Fi. You stay connected with the Palisade's Wi-Fi hotspot capability. The class-exclusive safe exit assist prevents rear doors from opening if the vehicle detects traffic approaching from behind. And there's an available third-row heated power folding seat, and it comfortably fits up to eight passengers. That means we could get the entire Lady Gang, our spouses, and baby Ford in the Hyundai. We love it. I love a heated seat and I love a Wi-Fi capability. And you all know that there's a Hyundai parked in my garage right now. I'm a big Hyundai girl. I love my car. I love the service. I love the company. Yay. It's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Safe exit assist is not a substitute for driver or passenger attentiveness. Always be aware of your surroundings and attentive of approaching vehicles. Hey, ladies! Funky. Ask the Lady Gang. I have some questions here. Um, These were given to us by our community specifically for you. Some of them are about you and then some of them are advice. I'm going to start with like kind of a quick whirlwind uh, about you. Uh, Nick, your bio says Harry Styles Stan. Elaborate. (laughs) I saw him in concert. He took my breath away. You know, I just, I think this is something men should, should own up to a little bit more. Like women are so much better at, at fangirling other women and, Mm -hmm. and, and 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 what i'm I'm thinking and just like appreciating yeah you know idiosyncrasies about them and how you know sexy they are how beautiful they look and the truth is like harry styles when i saw him in concert i just was like you love him that is a confident man that's a sexy guy like that's a guy who like knows how to like i i felt myself wanting to like have his energy and i um i just admired uh, that about him. Also, then I realized that I'm I'm 98.5 percent sure that uh, Harry Styles checked me out while I was running without a shirt off. Where? Uh, outside of my house. Well, outside of my house, like in my neighborhood, I run, you know, yeah. often. And um, I was running towards the end of my run, you know, a little, you know, tired, so I wasn't, you know, sweat, was, boob sweat. Yeah, yeah, I was focused, and and then I was, you know, cro- like someone pulled up to a stop sign as I'm running across the street. Right. So like they stop mm. and this person in this old school black Mercedes, like I'm running. And then they like, mm-hmm. they like double, they, they looked at me 
Uh-huh. And I and I remembered, and it was like this, like really handsome guy. And the person just, you know, when someone looks at you, you yeah. you look back. And I just kept running. And as I was running, I'm thinking, is that Harry Styles? Oh my god! And, and I'm thinking, there, no way. There's no way. But I was so like certain it might be Harry Styles that it, I I DM'd him. But I just said, <laughs> did he write hey, back? Man. I love this so much. I this and is I such said, a Kelty. I said, hey man, like I don't know if that was you. Um, that is ran fast, oh but uh, big fan, <laughs> you know. Um, and honestly, this was before I was a big fan. I just, yeah. I really so didn't, didn't know much about him. Much. I, I had not seen him in concert at that point. Oh my god! Um, and then he did not write back. I thought nothing of it. I thought it probably yep. wasn't him. Whatever. Right. And then I went to his concert, took my breath away, talked about how my breath was taken away on my podcast, and yeah. then and then I told this very story on my podcast, and I was more mm-hmm. like, I'm sixty percent sure. Yeah. yeah. I saw Harry Styles. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. later that week, after I told the story of my podcast, Harry Styles was photographed in a old school, like 1960s black Mercedes. It was the exact same car. Oh, and I was shit. like, it was definitely him. Like, I'm certain of it. Like, so, you know, we had a moment. That is so, amazing. Then I, I've heard story. Harry, I heard Harry at least used to watch The Bachelor. I think when he, like, when he was dating Kendall or something. Uh, I think he definitely knows who you are. It's impossible not to know. We locked, we locked eyes and it was like, I know who you are. And so I, 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 my dream guest is to have Harry Styles on an ask Nick episode. I think he, you know, obviously so much of his show and his audience, he's very empathetic. He's always Mm -hmm. having these moments with his audience to like, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, someone who like wants to like come out of the closet to their parents or something like that, or, you know, break up with their boyfriend in the concert. He's, he, he really connects with his women audience. Uh, I, I take great pride in the, the audience that I have that is, you know, uh, similar. similar and, and I think he would be really empathetic and, and probably give some solid relationship advice. And that would be a dream, a dream of mine to just have him, him and I just like listen to people's stories and, and, and give some advice. But uh, yeah, anyways, big Harry okay. Styles fan. Um, next, when you drop an ice cube on the ground... Do you pick it up and put it in the sink or do you kick it under the fridge? <laughs> I thought these were dating questions. There is, this is the last, and then there's a couple, there's I'm, a dating question. Usually sink, but I've done, I've definitely kicked it under the fridge. Yeah. Okay. How to be a great partner to someone who's really confident, independent, sure of yourself kind of person. Well, listen, you know, first thing is you got to believe that if someone is in a relationship with you, they want to be with you and they feel lucky to have you. So you just got to start seeing okay. it that way, you know, um, it's like revolutionary. <laughs> imagine, you know, that. imagine that. Um, it's okay, always it, been, a, it's always been a big thing for me to feel just as lucky to have the person that I'm with and feel like they feel the same way about me, you know? Yeah. And I, to me, that's always been a baseline of, mm of uh we're both lucky and i always want to feel like that kind of energy is mutual but i think for anyone who's struggling with that just know that they're they're dating you for a reason and the worst thing you can do is is question that especially to them i mean if you start asking like you're so wonderful why are you dating me trust me they'll eventually start wondering themselves so definitely don't ask them well, you're like, you're like setting yourself up for like a power yeah. imbalance. When you're you just like, why am I life? dating you? I don't know. Yeah. You know like, you're uh, right. I'm better than you. Yeah. yeah. Listen, we um, all f- up. We're like, you know, pl- plug in the book. There's a whole chapter called Everyone's Annoying. Um, wow. Oh, I love this. That's true. That is like, true. We're, we're all f- annoying. And, and true love comes down to like realizing your partner's annoying habits and choosing to love them still um and so yep. that and until you have that you don't have anything so you might as well just being annoying as 
and see if they accept you mm-hmm. and then tell them that they're lucky to have you your annoying those. self and um and then go from there for people in a dating app rut take a break yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, dating, dating specifically, dating is exhausting and it, dating is a means to an end. Like it can be fun, but it's not always fun. Just like working out for some people can be fun. Working out can be a stress relief. It can be yeah. uh, kind of a, uh, uh, like a, uh, some sort of like meditation thing that people do. But a lot of times we're just like, I don't know, work out, but I have to, because I, I have this goal yeah. And, and and very much dating and dating apps are very much the same way. So when you feel tired, take a break, you know, sit it down when you feel like, you know, like, you know, sometimes you want to get a bag out there. So you schedule maybe a, a handful of coffee dates you know, or over a short period of time, which is great. Get out there. But then you start realizing like, oh, I'm having the same conversation. I'm not present on these dates. And like, you're not going to be your best self. Uh, so take a break. I, I think it's important to remember especially when you have a bad date, you know, you go on and you realize that person was, you know, not, not asking questions or, you know, whatever to just remember that, like, maybe they're also tired too. We've all been someone's bad date. You know, you see, ah. you, you, you go on, you go on TikTok and, and everyone like, you, like a new thing right now is it's calling out bad dates or whatever like that. And I'm always, I always, I see those TikToks and I think to myself, uh, you know, the, the, like you're someone's bad date too, lady, you know, uh, you know, it, so it's, yeah, it's not uh, all one-sided. It's not all one-sided. And, and that's because, you know, when we're, when we're going on dates, you know, obviously our focus is to find our person and our, yeah. and so we're the, we're the star of that kind of moment. And it's, it's that it's our movie and so to speak. And so yeah. when, when the person sitting beside you has the same nerves and the same, you know, fatigue and things like that. So you just got to remember that they might be nervous to take it easy on yourself, take it easy on the person you're dating with. Um, yeah. And when you get tired, take a break, delete the apps, go back on, you know, it's okay if you feel tired, but like, yeah, taking a break is, and is, is important because just like working out and it's a great analogy. Uh, if you work out too much, you don't, you don't get stronger. You don't get in better shape. You actually will break down your body and you will, you know, decline rather than improve. So Mm -hmm. rest is just as important as, as exercise when it comes to your, your physical health. And when it comes to your dating health, rest is just as important as getting, you know, shooting your shot. Oh, love that. I love this so much. I think we're going to wrap there. Nick is going to be live and bring over the, bring over the wheel, Jack. He has nothing to do with the wheel. He might come out for the wheel part. We just want to show we, you the wheel. Show me the wheel. The wheel of secrets. This part, I made this. I'm very proud of it. Jack doesn't want anything. Well, no, I just, it has nothing to do with Nick, but here's our wheel. Okay. And you're going to, and it's going to go. And then these are all different chapters oh, in our book. Am I going to be like your Vanna White? No, I mean, you can, if you want, but this, if it lands on untold, then we have to tell a secret that we've never told anyone before. Uh, do you, I mean, don't you find that to be a challenge? I don't because I am. A I do. I'm like, I don't know what the f- I'm doing for mine. I mean, I, you know, like you're how many hundreds of podcast episodes in ha- it's like, you haven't said it already. Like, are you yeah. sure you want people to know? <laughs> no, I don't. That's the whole point. It's the thing. Anyway. Um, so Chicago, uh, September 13th, which is literally, it is today, the sixth and next week. Oh my God. Next week you have six days to get your tickets. Chicago, Chicago. It's going to be the best. It's opening night where our bus is going to be parked out there. We have outfits. How, how big of a crowd are we expecting? 
It's pretty big. Um, like hundreds of people. Hundreds. Okay. Hundreds of thousands okay. of people. Um, <laughs> yes. It's basically a Harry Styles concert. It's, like it's a basically same, a Harry Styles like, concert. Think of Harry Styles at Madison Square Garden. It's going to be the same. Um, but Nick's <laughs> going to be there. It's going to be an awesome time. Come out. The tickets are available on the ladygang.com slash tour. Um, and every single ticket comes with a free signed copy of our book, Lady Secrets. So basically... The show is free if you're going to buy our book. So come to Chicago. It's going to be awesome. It's on the 13th. Um, Nick, you can also, I know so many of you were like, I already listened to his podcast. You can check out all of Nick's podcasts, um, Vile Files and all the different versions of it three times a week, uh, wherever you get your podcast. He, he does a great, great show. And um, we're so excited about his book. Please support Nick. Uh, don't text your ex happy birthday, something I've been guilty of in the past. It's available <laughs> wherever you get your books. And we will see, see you, you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Thanks for listening. The Lady Gang is produced by Alex Ingber, Steve Delameter, and Jared Monaco. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. And if you love it, share it with your friends on social media. Like, oh my God, I just listened to Lady Gang. This episode's so great. It's my bub to listen. And if you really want to, which we know you do, please follow us on social at Kelty, at Becca, at Jack Vanek, and at The Lady Gang. Sign up for our newsletter at theladygang.com and join our secret Facebook group. It's super fun. See you next Tuesday. Saddle up and get ready for Westerns Weeks on Pluto TV, all for free. We're coming in blazing with favorites like True Grit and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Or immerse yourself in binge-worthy series like Yellowstone and Walker, Texas Ranger. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies, TV shows, and more. The best part? It's free. No credit card, no sign-up, no fees. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now.